if you're not willing to stand up to the NRA, find another line of work. Because if they're not willing, if they're not willing to exercise even a moment, even a moment of backbone, if they're not willing to find another line of work for themselves, we'll make it more convenient for them to need another job. That was Representative Dan Kildee representing the 5th District of Michigan on Saturday at the March for Our Lives rally in Flint, Michigan. And this is episode 100 of the weekly Yes Am podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 100, 100, triple digits of the weekly Yes And podcast. I am your host, the creator of Live Yes And and the weekly Yes And podcast, Travis Thomas. And this is a special episode. I am actually at the West Palm Beach Airport right now. It is Monday. I am flying out to Flint, Michigan for the Gear Up to Lead Conference 2018. I'll be one of three featured speakers on Wednesday. And I just thought, what would be a meaningful episode for episode 100? Because it feels monumental for me, uh, considering I just started this podcast about two years ago. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool to chronicle a little bit of my week back to Flint, doing Gear Up to Lead? I'll be uh, doing a few more speaking engagements as well, but I just kind of wanted to capture uh, sort of the uh, uh, the week, a day in the week. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense, does it? Um, a week in the life of Travis as, as he goes back to Flint. Flint, my hometown, which I love very much. I've been watching the Flint Town documentary, which for a lot of people from Flint uh, has been tough to watch, but I think it, it uh, is a, a very eye-opening documentary to the rest of the country or the, or the rest of the world with some of the challenges and difficulties uh, going on in Flint right now. But uh, yeah, so I get to go home to Flint, talk to uh, hopefully about a thousand young people in Flint on Wednesday. And, uh, and do some other events as well. And so uh, getting ready to get on the plane. I've got a, a long day of travel ahead of me with a three-hour layover in Chicago. And I uh, just wanted to capture some ideas and thoughts along the way. So gear up to lead 2018 Flint, episode 100. Here we go. This is Travis in Flint with a little check-in for the week. I am not recording in the uh, Toyota Prius sound booth. I am actually in the uh, the Dodge Durango sound booth today. Compliments on my one another big brother, Mr. Tiger Thomas, who is letting me use uh, his vehicle this week as I cruise around Flint. But just wanted to give a little bit of a recap from the last few days since I arrived in Flint. Uh, I wanted to do more live check-ins than I ended up doing, but that's okay. And if you can tell that my voice is a little hoarse, it's because I've been doing a lot of speaking this week, which started when I got into town. And then on Tuesday, I uh, went and spoke to the uh, town center family dental team, of which my sister-in-law, Lori Thomas, Dr. Lori Thomas, is one of the dentists, and got to speak to uh, her staff of about uh, 15, 20 people, uh, a little uh, a little lunch, inspirational talk, and uh, had a great job, uh, had a great time sharing the yes and to uh, her, her dental team over there at Town Center Family Dental. And then the big event was on Wednesday, the big event Wednesday, downtown Flint, 
Gear Up to Lead 2018. And uh, this event is all about sharing the ideas of growth mindset, empathy, action, responsibility to the youth of Flint, Michigan, which I can't think of a better group of people in our country right now to share inspiration and ideas with. And so I was able to share the stage with two other really inspiring men. Uh, I had to stay, I kind of kicked things off at the beginning for an hour. We talked about living that yes and, having a growth mindset, victor mindset. And there were nearly 1,000 kids from Flint schools in attendance for this event, which was really inspiring. Trevor Reagan from Train Ugly uh, shared all of his growth mindset expertise. And then the afternoon keynote was the inspiring Arel Moody uh, from Brooklyn. Arel is uh, uh, sold a million dollar business, rags to riches, grew up in Brooklyn, um, and uh, just a really, really engaging and inspiring guy. And so the entire Gear Up Delete event was a, a smashing success. Would have loved to got uh, some more sound bites. Uh, from the crew, but uh, that's okay. want to thank Winston Studi, Kelly, um, Adam Hartley, uh, and the entire crew. I have just left the Gear Up to Lead event, uh, which was a lot of fun, super inspiring. I'll have more to share on that later, but I'm heading over right now to Powers Catholic High School. This is the high school that my two nieces go to, and it's also the high school that uh, Jazz Martis, who has appeared on the weekly Yes Am podcast before, Jazz created the chapter, the Euphrates chapter at Powers Catholic High School. Euphrates Institute, started by my good friend Janessa Gans Wilder. Uh, her amazing organization, Jazz, created the first high school chapter at Powers Catholic High School. And today, uh, he is having uh, a film, a documentary by a local uh, a documentary filmmaker named Mike Ramsdale. Uh, Mike and I played soccer together growing up. Uh, you know, 20 plus years ago, and I haven't been in, in contact with him since, but I'm excited to see uh, his documentary. And uh, so that's where I'm heading right now and really looking forward to it. I'm here with Devin McCumala, and Devin is uh, a part of a big event happening down in Flint on Saturday. Devin, tell us what, uh, what's going on. Yeah, so on Saturday, I am organizing a sibling event to the March for Our Lives in Washington, D.C. It's basically a rally to get students talking about solutions for gun violence in the United States. As you probably know, the United States has more gun deaths per capita than probably any other nation of its size, and especially being the powerhouse of the world, it's kind of unsettling. So I think that in the wake of the Parkland shooting, and uh, you see the Douglas Stoneman students kind of letting the world know that this time is much different than before and seeing student activism kind of inspired me to kind of join the fight against uh, against gun violence and so if you can make it that'd be it'd be awesome yeah well you know I, I live about a, an hour away from Parkland down in Florida uh, my wife and daughter are going to be at the Parkland March on Saturday morning so they're going to they're going to drive to that and so obviously I'll still be here so I'm going to try to make the Flint event what is it specifically about this that sort of inspired you to action Devin so I think that um, after in the wake of the previous tragedies you know you see people on Twitter and social media talking about how oh we're going to do something we're going to change it this is bad this is awful let's do something and then uh, a couple weeks go by and then it's all about the next major sporting event or yeah. the next the next thing and so this time you have students holding representatives in the government accountable you have accountability 
And so I think that kind of keeps it in the news, keeps it in the media. And a month has gone by, a month and a half, kind of. And uh, it's still being talked about, still being discussed. And you have marches like this. This is just one of many. And so I think that this time is truly special because um, the next generation's kind of taken responsibility for change instead of leaving it to elected officials. Yeah, and we were at the Gear Up to Lead event today uh, in Flint, and uh, Devin came up at the end and spoke in front of about 900 kids. What yeah. was that experience like for you today? It was it was really awesome. I was quite nervous. I'm not a professional speaker by any means, but I think having an audience kind of inspired me even more that people, to, to see people come up to me after, tell me I did a good job and ask for a flyer, it just kind of it's instant gratification because you know you're contributing to something much greater than yourself. Yeah, well you totally crushed it. You oh, did awesome you. today and I know that uh, in the last few weeks you've done some media and some interviews and, and, and things like that. What's this experience been like for you? Kind of being thrust into the limelight a little bit. Um, it's, I think overwhelming is not the right word. It's, it's a little overwhelming in that I'm not used to it, but I think that it's it's been some of the best weeks of my life in that I feel like I'm actually contributing to something that's that's really worthwhile. And I think that, I mean, this is just the beginning. I think this feeling is going to become kind of the status quo as I thrust myself even further into the political arena and to kind of take up bigger issues along the way. And now you're a senior this year, correct? Yeah. All right, what's next for you next year? Uh, next year I'm going to study political science, public policy studies, and economics at the University of Chicago. So I'll be, I'll be staying active. All right, fantastic. Hey, man, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. All right, I am here at Powers High School with the one and only Jazz Martis, the founder of the Euphrates here at Powers. So, uh, Jazz, we just watched a documentary, extremely moving. Tell us about today's event. Well, with Euphrates' message of inform, inspire, transform, we feel that it is important not only to talk about issues that everyone knows about, but to shine a light on issues that are equally, if not important as others, to let people know about what's going on in our world today. So we screened Michael Ramsdell's film, When Elephants Fight. And it comes from an old Congolese proverb that says, when elephants fight, it's the grass that suffers. And it's about the exploitation of the people of Congo and how they are living on what could possibly be the wealthiest country on earth with the amount of land with minerals. And yet it's one of the poorest countries on earth. I was just talking to someone and saying it's basically the opposite of Wakanda and Black Panther that with all these resources, Instead of being able to have great technological advancements, other people are coming in and taking advantage of them. And we were honored to have Michael come in and talk about it and really put a human face on the staggering statistics of the number of people who have lost their lives in the conflict. Well, yeah, again, uh, tremendously powerful. I think we're going to try to get Michael on here in a second. Um, but tell us about, um, you've been doing Euphrates Now Here Powers right. for yeah, six months yep. since the beginning of the school yep. year. And just tell us how that's been and, and, and what you've seen mm -hmm. and, and uh, just how you're feeling about it. Well, as I look back at my time at Powers, I see... Um, on memories of my closest friends and fellow students at Powers Catholic, glimmers of hope in their eyes of how people really have, have a yearning to bring about change. And I think that Euphrates is the best vehicle to accomplish that, that all of these people had these different ideas of, oh, I want to help out this way, I want to help out that way, this is the cause that I'm most passionate about. But Euphrates is a way to kind of hone all of that passion that young people have 
and direct it in a positive way. So I've been very proud of the things that we've been able to accomplish of bringing all of these people together and to be able to bring about substantive change in our local community. People are now exposed to issues that they weren't six months ago. People are more organized than they were six months ago. And it is incremental progress, but it is progress nonetheless. Yeah, and I know, uh, you know, uh, th- this podcast will be shared with the Inspired to Give, right. and you know that we've we've introduced you to Inspired to Give, and you've done some great stuff for right. us. When you think when you think about this this idea of sort of inspiration leading to action, mm-hmm. you know, what, what what's been a highlight for you this year as you've seen sort of your fellow students mm-hmm. here at Powers sort of inspired to take positive mm-hmm. action? I would say that before our meeting, first meeting, which was in September on the uh, International Day of Peace, I was worried the day days before and even leading up to our first meeting that nobody was going to show up. And I got caught up talking to somebody, so I walked into the meeting where it was going to be about a minute late, and there were about 25 people in there. So from that moment, it instilled in me hope that we were actually going to bring about change. I knew that whether it was just going to be my brother and I or whether it was going to be half the school, we were going to accomplish something. But when I saw a substantive group of people there and ready to be directed in however we were going to bring about change, that really gave me hope. So whether we we have an event which involves the entire school or whether we have one where it's only a couple dozen people, I know that what matters is the people that are there, not the people that are not there. So we have to focus on bringing about change no matter how many people are there great number small number yeah and so uh, kind of a, a nice legacy that you get to leave as, right. as you leave powers and and uh, do you see uh, hope that it, it will continue with you being gone uh, I absolutely do and you know my favorite quote of all time it's my uh, senior quote if my brother was here he'd recite it in a monotone <laughs> voice because everyone's sick of me saying it but it's an old Greek proverb that says a society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they know they shall never sit in so my hope with Euphrates is I, I may not be able to see it its greatest impact, its most long-term impact, but whether that's 5, 10, 15 years down the line, it gives me um, a reason to continue fighting for progress, to know that I was there at the very beginning. Awesome, man. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much. Friday, I got the opportunity to go into one of the sponsors for Gear Up to Lead, um, which is Northgate Manufacturing, and I got to speak to a uh, hundred of their workers for an hour and do a little Live Yes and workshop. And a lot of these workers are they're, they're factory workers. They, they they work on the line in the manufacturing company. And uh, again, we got to talk about what it means to live yes and collaboration mindset. And for me to be able to do this in the city that I was raised in, the city that I love. Uh, which is really, really special. And then I ended the day on Friday by speaking at my niece's school to her soccer team, the varsity and JV soccer team for Powers Catholic High School, the returning state champion uh, girls soccer team. And so we talked a little bit about leadership and uh, what does sort of inspired leadership look like as they move into their second season. So it has been a blast so far. Um, It's cold, but hey, it's Michigan. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday, March 24th, as Hollister and Trinity will be in Parkland, Florida for the Parkland, Florida March for Our Lives March there, I will be going downtown uh, Flint for uh, the rally happening in Flint, Michigan for March for Our Lives. I'm going to try to get some sound clips. uh, As I know, Hollister and Trinity will grab some video and things like that and be able to share uh, on the podcast. So there you have it. 
It is Saturday, March 24th. Yes, that is Huey Lewis playing in the background. It is the power of love down here in Flint, Michigan. I am downtown Flint, Michigan, right across the street from the beautiful Farmer's Market as we get ready for the March of Our Lives rally here in downtown Flint. So uh, a nice showing so far. We haven't started. I would say probably a couple of hundred people. I'm standing right next to a Mahatma Gandhi uh, statue, which I didn't even know existed down here, which is really beautiful. And uh, just excited, although cold, but excited uh, for the rally to get started here. All right, I am just leaving the March for Our Lives rally in Flint, Michigan. This wasn't a march. It was a rally, so this was the Flint chapter. It's about 30 degrees out. I'm just leaving, enjoying the heat of the Dodge Durango audio booth here. Compliments of Tiger Thomas. So the rally, a huge success. I think we started off, I think when I got there, around 100 people. When I left, I left during the question and answer portion because um, I need to get home. Uh, but there were over 300 people uh, that came out. And again, the cool thing about this is this was a student-organized event, and they had uh, the Flint mayor. They had uh, a few politicians representing the state. Everyone uh, came out and they spoke a few words. Uh, but this was uh, the kids that put this event together. And I have a little audio interview I did the other day with Devin McCumala from Flint Powers, who really headed this up on the student side of things. And so uh, really inspiring. And so just so cool to see. I think the overarching message of the rally was uh, just how impressive and how powerful this movement is because it is kid-driven and it is uh, our youth uh, sort of uh, taking charge and not being silenced. I think one of the key ideas that uh, I loved from uh, one of the speakers was talking about uh, uh, whenever we have one of these shootings, Congress will take a moment of silence. And uh, uh, after each shooting, they'll take a moment of silence. But and then they'll be silent for weeks, silent for months, silent for years. And uh, from an action standpoint, right, uh, the time for silence, you know, is over as we, you know, as we, uh, as we take action, as we take inspired action and uh, uh, to just make not only our country, but our children and our schools um, a safer place to be. And um, so, yes, the time for silence uh, is over. And again, as we continue to listen and pray and be inspired to action, uh, what is that action that we are inspired to take? So uh, uh, I'm really glad that I was able to make it to the Flint rally. Really excited that Trinity and Hollister made it to the Parkland rally. And uh, hopefully I can get a soundbite from uh, one or two of them uh, for this podcast. All right, I am back from my Michigan trip and sitting here with my daughter, Trinity, who uh, marched at the rally down in Parkland with Hollister. And uh, Trinity, I wanted to get your take. What was the experience like being in Parkland, being a part of the march and the rally? What was that like for you? Um, <laughs> it was really cool. There were like 20,000 people there, and there were a bunch of different speakers um, the speaking was actually the longest part. That was about, like, two hours and a half. And then after everyone was finished speaking, you would march from this one, like, park to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. 
and that was that wasn't that long of a march. That was probably like two miles. And when you walked past the school, you're supposed to be silent. Um, and that's about it. All right, that's it for Trinity Trend. Thanks for your thoughts on the Parkland Rally. All right, so this is the last recording for episode 100. I am back in Florida from my week-long trip in Flint, recovering under the weather here a little bit, but uh, feeling a lot better today. And uh, my trip ended after a long travel day from Michigan to Chicago, Chicago to Florida with a few delays in there. But uh, again, always looking for opportunities to connect with people. It's nice when, when other people instigate on my flight back from Chicago to Florida. You know, I knew I was going to be in the middle seat because I was one of the last people to board on Southwest. So uh, on the flight back, sitting next to this gentleman who started uh, telling me that he's a professional boxer. His name is Montana Love. How awesome is that, right? Montana Love. So he told me all about his pro career. He's 10-0. and 0. I think he's a lightweight. And uh, he is up and coming. Just fought on Showtime a few weeks ago and uh, is a few fights away from um, really kind of cracking into sort of, you know, the top 10 for his weight class. But great guy. Showed me all of his videos and uh, might even be someone that I, I meet with and work with at some point from a uh, kind of a mental leadership character side of things. Uh, but great guy. Got to hear his entire life story growing up in Cleveland, um, uh, about his mother and his father and the kids that he has now. And, uh, I picked his brain about, you know, the mental aspect of boxing and what is his purpose. And it was a lot of fun. So I want to send love to Mr. Montana love. And, uh, and then my Uber drive, right? I, I got in late. So I grabbed an Uber from West Palm to my home in Jupiter, which is only like a 20 minute ride. But in that 20 minutes, my Uber driver is from Greece. He, he was born and raised in Greece, came to the United States, went to school here, found his wife, who was American. So they had kids here. They moved back to Greece for a while. And then uh, he recently moved back to the United States. And I asked for the reason why. And he just said that uh, politically, uh, it's just sort of a mess over in Greece right now, which for me, if you're coming to the United States because your politics is a mess, yikes. Uh, but what I, I learned more about Greece in 20 minutes than I had uh, in my entire life. And again, just this opportunity to ask someone about their self, empathically be curious about someone else's perspective, and um, just be willing to, to be open to connection. And uh, obviously the world is uh, a, a so much more interesting place when we are interested in other people kind of sounds obvious, but if you're like me, it's really fun to tell people how cool you are, uh, but yet it's a lot more interesting to actually find out about them and hear their story. So there you have it, everybody. Episode 100, my trip to Flint and back and all of the inspiration and connection along the way. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of my podcasts, uh, make sure you go to iTunes and give me a rating or a review. You can check out more of me at liveyesand.com, and you can always follow me on social media at liveyesand. Episode 100 for the weekly Yes And podcast and Inspired to Give. Have a great day. Love you, Juju. <laughs>